0: I know I I said the next podcast I was going to do was going to be on video of the last one I did, but I haven't gotten around to setting the video studio up for that. But I am home now. And the transition has been good. Um, It comes with... A little heartache, not so much. I find myself, uh, crying more than usual, but it's, it's good. It's, it's welcomed. Um, and I know over the time period, the last almost nine months now that people said that they couldn't imagine being where me and my family are at right now. Well, I thank you for that. But also, I believe that people can't imagine it. They just don't want to because of the pain that's associated with. And I say that that you can imagine yourself being successful, being out of a situation you're in. You can will your mind to do almost anything or think what you want to think. But I think that the pain is too much for some. And therefore, they dismiss it. And they don't want to. I don't want to. They don't want to feel the pain that we feel. And I think that's a more appropriate answer for people that's going through grief saying, hey, I don't want to feel your pain. Not that I can't imagine your pain. But the fact that you don't want to feel my pain. And I think that is accepted more for people going through grief, than the latter. As I make this audio podcast today, I, I'm sitting in my son's room. Um, the bed is gone. His desk is gone. Um, the chair and everything that was in here is gone. But some of his things are still here, and I could smell his funky football uniform in here still, and his, his smell is in this room. I've uh, decided to take a seat on the floor because there's nowhere to sit, so I'm sitting on the floor. And I'm trying to imagine his last moments of being in this room. What was he thinking about? I don't have those type of eclectic power or celestial being powers to go backward in time and get that. But it's the things that, you're, that your mind plays on you, the tricks that your mind plays on you, thinking that you can. But this is a real situation I'm in. And I'm just sitting here thinking about my boy. And what was he thinking about? And these are all natural things. What was going through his head? Can a vision of him come across me or, or come past me? And I can trace his steps that day like you see in the movies. I'm going to tell you, y'all, this is something real that you, you, you try to understand. And your mind is willing to try to do anything to understand. But I do know no matter what, it's no answers. And no matter what, it doesn't change things. So, I have to be in acceptance that this is the life I have, and I have to move on. Not move on without my son, but move on with his memory and the fact that he's not here. I sleep at night here, some, um, but that's no different than any other time frame. But I do think about him, you know what I mean? But I tell you what, I have progressed Because I'm sitting in his room on the floor, not at the point in time. I couldn't have done this beforehand. So I have gotten better. Uh, Will I ever be whole again? Probably not. Not for a long time, but I am here. And I just want to say that I'm here. And again, I say that I'm here because of you guys. Um. Man, this this walk with me journey walk with me podcast is how I keep his vision alive, his memory alive, uh, how I keep going. So when I say that, you know, I wanted a video, uh, that was what I want to have a video set up. And the next thing it would be on video. Is that what I had planned to do? But, of course, some things just don't go towards according to plan. And so the plan didn't work out that way, and that's okay, too. But I know I need this podcast. as my, not a crutch, but it's my therapy. Um, it helps getting my words out to people. It helps getting you that, too. But for anyone who's grieving or going through stuff, I'm here to let you know that your emotions are real. And whatever you feel is real. Um, but learning healthy ways how to deal with it. You know, I tell you, I can tell you that I've, uh, I have moved into the selling of the t shirts and, and all of the funds for that are going back there. No, I haven't put the website up. I've just reached out to people that I know intimately that know me close. And, um, I have put some t shirts out to them, um, exclusively to them first um because they were easier to reach to and again it was something that was burning in me to say hey I, people want to support and and i want to give you all the opportunity to support uh myself and my family and and when you wear these shirts i guess it is show and it also begs the question answer the question that you know what happened what is that about um uh, And I hope that all that you have gotten shirts and and bought shirts, that when you wear them, that you're able to help me tell the story about a young man named L.J. (sighs) (sighs) Born May 18th, 2005. Died by suicide. November 24th, 2019. He was the younger of two children. He came from a two parent household, parents who loved them, each other very much. Um, he was raised in a two parent home. He went to a great school. He had friends. He was involved in extracurricular activities, but yet and still, he committed suicide. Why commit suicide, you ask? I don't know. No one knows. But it does open up the possibilities to ask the question, are we talking to our kids enough? What are we doing? What are they doing? And I hope that over this journey that you have asked yourself questions or the young people in your life that you have asked them questions or the young people that hear this, that you're able to talk to your parents more or people around you more and that you don't have to hold in whatever you're going through. It's okay to let it go. It's okay to be human. I know that growing up that we have always been taught to suck it up and it'll be okay. I often take the blame for things that, that I make my son too tough to the point where, although we were together every day, that when I say it your name, Lamont Solomon Jr., he replied and I'll say, well, act like it. Was that a tough monkey for him to follow to become too much for him? Because I know he, he gets it back to me all the time. What's your name? Lamont Simon Senior. He says, to me will act like it, you know. But even those little things, although I was not an abusive parent, was that too much? Do we make excuses because we want the best for our children? But there's no rule book on that. All we can give the life lessons and and and, and, and want the best for them, whatever way we see fit. Was that too much for me to handle? I don't know. I can speculate. But something about his suicide evokes a question that still, nine months later, I'm talking about it. I'm being open about it. I'm sharing his story with you. And like I said, this recording is from his bedroom. Yes, I'm in my son's bedroom, sitting on the floor. I wish he was here. But wish he was here at what at, at at what regard? At what point that he was here and just to be here to comfort me, just to be here if he wasn't happy on this earth. You know, so it's 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 that. It's that question that we all have that I have. But I'll tell you guys something and I'm going to give you a drop you a nugget on something, no matter what you're going through. And if any of you out there. Are asked a question or you want to know the answer to the question, people want to say, what happened? Do you ever find out what went wrong or what's this, what's that? That's people's instinct of human nature. But I want you, yes, you and everyone else out there to hear me. That no matter what you're going through, that because it's human nature, you do not have to answer that question. I was told how to answer that question and it goes that if any question regarding your situation you may be in or pain you may be feeling and you don't want to answer that question, I'm going to tell you, say this. If you understood The pain I'm going through or the pain that me and my family has been through. You have not answered that question. Ask that question. I pray. That you and your family never have to go to what me and my family has been through. That's how you answer that question. And you walk away. You walk away because you don't want your emotions to get involved or to involved. Then also by saying that it invokes a question to their minds and them to understand and to get people to have a little bit more compassion. It's never a fucking reason why. It's never a reason why. And if it is, the answer never suffices anyone else. As I sit here, I ask that question, why, every day. And I have to tell myself, if you only stand the pain that I'm going through, you would not keep asking yourself that. And I hope that you don't have to ever go this pain ever again, Lamont. And it stops me from that because trying to find those answers invoke even more pain because You, I, relive that day over and over again by answering that question instead of trying to heal and move on. And understanding that healing and moving on doesn't mean you forget. It just means that you're learning how to live with the pain. And y'all, I'm living with it because I am thankful. I am sitting in my son's room. On his floor, in his room, smelling his scent and everything else. and the essence of him, the last place, one of the last places I know that he was alive at. I'm sitting here questioning, wondering, thinking. What could I have done different? I realize there's nothing I could have done different. But all of you out there do, who do have loved ones, whatever. What can you do different? Maybe ask your question, a question too. What can you do different? How can you impact my life too? And fellas, I want to know, and women and, and everybody, I want you to know if there's something is going to do, talk to someone. And then it's not so much something going to do pertinent or something like that too. And also too, I'm going to tell you this too. Stop being so dang polite. Stop being so dang polite. When people ask you question, how's your day going? If you have having a fucked up day, tell them, my day's not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never know what kind of answer you get. My day's not good. Or people, if you really don't want the true answer to how's my day going, don't ask them. And when they give you a response, don't be prepared for nothing but the truth to come out of their mouth. It's time for us to stop to being cordial. Just be cordial. I think we need to ask questions because we care. Not ask questions because it's status quo. You know? I care. That's why I ask questions about to my, my son who's living in my daughter. I ask the question. I care because I want to fix I want to help. I want to be there. I want to just listen. You know what I mean? So some of you guys be that be accepting to people that that people grieve are not themselves. They're not the person that you have known over how many years you had a relationship. They are evolving. They are changing. So whatever response you get is their response. And then you can't be on the other end of that response, expecting something. So when you ask something, to some people you do something for people that you know are grieving or going through stuff, don't expect nothing to return. Don't expect that person to act a certain way. Because when you do, you set yourself up for failure. Because that person don't even know how you're going to act or response to it. So how you can expect something from them. But from be themselves. Just have that compassion and the empathy for that person and understand whatever they say is not a strike against you also I think that you should understand that yeah you don't want to imagine what they've been through not that you can't imagine no you don't want to imagine what they've been through because when I think about it I feel nothing but pain that to be more the more appropriate answer right Not I can't I can't I just can't imagine what you're going through. Yes the hell you can you can imagine it you just don't want to imagine it because it's too painful, and you know it. You see it in their actions, you see it in their in their everything, and you just don't want to go there, right? You just don't want to go there. And some things you think that you can't do, and that's why you don't let your mind go there. So, yeah, I don't want your minds to go there. I want your minds to wander. But I do want people to stop saying, I can't imagine. <laughs> Quite frankly, you can't. I thank you so much again for allowing me to come to you on my podcast and and talk about my son. But yes, T-shirts are out. The video has not come up yet, but um, it's coming. It's coming. But moving back into the home, it's so many things I had to get together that was unexpected. That from transitioning from the home to the townhouse and back to the house again, it was so many things that got left undone for the last eight nine months. That I have to prepare and get ready for, and so with that being said, the video is just be delayed. But I think it wasn't fair to delay you to hear my voice again and and uh, understand what I'm going through at this time. But again, I thank you so much for tuning in. I will tell you that uh, this has been the longest podcast that I've ever recorded, and um, thank you guys so much. Bye.